On this episode of DC on Screen, we are going to be talking all about Elseworlds. We we really did enjoy this episode. These episodes. This crossover. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen, the podcast that's feeling fine in your gin. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Yeah. Why would you agree with that? Uncouth. I wasn't paying attention until till after. <laughs> this is episode 521. Kinda. We're going to be talking about Elseworlds here. I'm David C. Robertson. This is Jason Goss. Hello. So chipper. Hi. All right, man. We've seen Elseworlds. We've been putting it off, talking about it. Not on purpose, just life no, gets in the way. just couldn't, couldn't fit it in. Um, High-level thoughts, man. I uh, enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. That's that's a, a rough a rough version. Got to see some old faces, some old places. Got to see some uh some new Batwoman. Liked her. Yeah. Good. Digging that. Good. And uh overall I like where the story went. It was kind of a hiccup in, in the third episode that I wasn't too fond of, but Ooh, a hiccup in the third act in the third episode that you weren't too fond of. I think we can call it the third act in this one, right? What it was that in the Supergirl episode? Um, uh, yes, I guess it was. Okay. I had to remember which one was which. But yes, I believe it was. That okay. What the end of the world? I just didn't, um, didn't like, are we doing spoiler? We're just going spoilers. Yeah, we're right? just going full spoilers. Okay. Uh, only thing I really didn't care for at all was, um, eh, it was like halfway through the episode and you thought they'd wrapped it all up and I just get a little bored sometimes when you, you know, the climax isn't happening yet. Mm-hmm. Like, we got, we've got like 25 minutes worth of TV left. Come on. You know, I know Deegan's not down. Right. Um, I said, I didn't say problem. I, well, I, didn't even, I, I said hiccup. I mean, literally hiccup. It was, it was yeah. Like, like, they still did it. They still did a decent job with it. Still enjoyed watching. And what they did later was actually pretty great because, you know, the way Oliver solves this problem in the end is, um, I, I feel like, going to be very relevant. Now, what do you think that's, what do you think is going to happen with that? Do you think that he's uh, going to die? Knowing Oliver, it. And the the tone of that conversation, I for sure think that is yeah, that's where they're they're heading. Here's to the that. question though: Is this the final season of Arrow? Will they just bring him back for a guest appearance next year and then kill him, or will Arrow I get th- renewed for another season? I think Arrow. Well, I'll look up some numbers while we're doing that, but I think either way they've got it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the show's. <laughs> I don't think the show's in terrible terrible shape. I saw somebody post earlier that like Arrow had gotten worse ratings than Legends in uh was it, like the last 2 years and I thought I I'm almost certain that is not true. I don't I don't know that I saw that. I I, I did see a headline that it got the worst ratings it's ever gotten this, this year, year yeah. but but there's still and this I'm gonna, let me pull up the Legends ratings while we're, while I'm having this conversation with you. I do love TV series finale for this. They're a really handy site. All right. Um 
Standardly, no. Yeah, that headline's wrong, or whoever posted that was wrong. Um, viewers in the millions, uh, viewers by the millions is like 0. 0.996, 0. 0.93. I'll give them this. They made a joke about it in the first episode of this season of Legends. Mm. Um, they, Nate says something about, like, we, we have, a, we have a, a small but loyal following. It's, it's true. There's really not a lot of variation in their episodes. Right. Um, now between seasons, yes, like better, better buddy has that, and and theirs is pretty drastic. They're down to like less than a million viewers per episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> whereas like at its worst, at no point during the season did Arrow have lower on any given week. Actually, not not one single week. But they are still hovering around the one point two five, one point three range. Now the uh, crossover brought them up to two point oh six, which fascinates me because that means they're still. Uh, was it 1.25? Still about, what, 700,000 people out there that just watch one show and only watch the, all of them when there's the crossovers? Well, I, still I've heard me. a lot of people attributing that to Batwoman. Oh, just the introduction mm-hmm. of Batwoman in general? Okay, well, I can get behind that. That makes sense. But there is always a, a peak for the crossover that's not represented in, in any of the other part of the... No show just stands, like, steady for the crossover. Right. I think a lot of that is, like, you follow... the. Some people follow one of the shows and they're going to watch all the crossover, but they don't necessarily want to watch Arrow every week or they don't want to necessarily watch Supergirl every week. Um, and I can't completely blame them. I mean, let's say to uh, to compare it, the sixth season of Arrow <laughs> averaged 0.43 rating with 1.267 million viewers. Eight This season of Arrow is averaging, I mean, it's 0.44 with 1.3 million viewers. They actually went up a little mm-hmm. bit total season averaging. I don't think we're losing Arrow. I really don't. I like that uh, Stephen Mel wanted to, quote, write it like it was your last season, but I don't think we're losing it. I, and either way, it didn't matter. I think he would come back, and a lot of the main players would come back for something as big as, you know, Infinite Crisis. I, I, or Crisis on I Infinite definitely Earths, think he would come Infinite. back for Crisis on Infinite Earths, but I also think that he is pretty close to being done. So... Uh, I think he's getting to a point in his life where he does want to call it a day. Mm-hmm. And that actually is part of why I think that he, he decided to sacrifice himself with the, the monitor. Yeah. Like I, they're, they're, I, they're building up a new green arrow on arrow right now. Spoilers. So, um, yeah. I have an idea of who that person is because of some spoilers that leaked. And also just because, you know, that stuff is out there, um, in the fandom and theories and stuff. So, um, and in the comics, I mean, if you look closely enough. I would enough. assume... Hmm. Um, and I've avoided all that, but I assume that probably by end of January? Because I think they're... Uh, the date they're coming back... Uh, everybody's coming back about mid-June, I think. Uh-huh. I think it'll be in the first few episodes we find out who that is. I think they start unraveling that mystery pretty soon. Well, I'm pretty sure Just it a was bet. hinted at very, very heavily in the last episode of Arrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know the comics at all, you 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 know who that character is. I'm I'm still kind of avoiding that because I don't want to know, <laughs> and I don't know the Eric comics that well that to like catch that one. Okay. Well, I mean, you're not gonna know the name. Like, if I told you the name, you'd be like, okay, you you know exactly as much as you do now, except you know a name, and it's not gonna mean anything to you if you don't know the Arrow comics at all. Yeah. I don't well enough on those. I really don't. <clears throat> but getting back to the actual crossover, I guess. Um. I don't think it matters on that. I think we got him either way. I think, uh, and and I got to admit, I didn't see, I didn't see that coming at all. The crisis on Infinite Earths. I thought this might be as far as they go with a crisis. I like, I worried that this might be as far as they go with a crisis. I put it that uh-huh. way. 
And then they flashed that headline on me, and then I immediately thought back to you know the monitor saying we have a crisis at the end of episode two, and all these other things where I thought, oh man, should have seen that coming. But hell yes. See, okay, I I do want to say I enjoyed this crossover. It was fun, mm-hmm. but it's also it was all it wasn't in all else worlds like and when they tell me hey this is going to be else worlds and then they say except it's really just going to be Earth One the switched up by Doctor Destiny a few times it makes me feel like Crisis on Infinite Earths is really just going to be like a kerfuffle in two towns it and they're going to call it Crisis on Infinite Earths because that's what CW does. That's what they they love taking shit this, and calling it may, a thing from the comics and getting you all worked up and then being like, except it's not at all in yeah, any th- way. Right. This may either worry you more or comfort you. I'm not sure. Do you see this headline out there, or did you read about it? The um, I forget which producers they thought about naming this uh, crossover Identity Crisis. And see, they would have been just as wrong for calling it Identity. That's Crisis. the thing. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. Maybe this is comforting because this is a version of an Elseworld. Mm-hmm. But you're right; it's not it's not a true Elseworld. But it, to me personally, aside from the uh, naming situation, I was actually pretty happy with that because I didn't want a true Elseworld. I I, kinda, I I wanted something that was actually connected to this. Well, oh, it, I, there's no reason that it couldn't have been connected to Earth One and Earth Thirty Eight. They literally have access to all of these different realities. So, I mean, we knew they were bringing in John Wesley's ship. And that's the thing. Like, everything that they brought in, everything that was in the press about the thing uh, beforehand, yeah, we knew that Barry and Oliver were going to be switched. But they also brought in, you know, John Wesley's ship Flash. We knew that he was coming mm-hmm. from Earth-90. Um, from Earth-90. Yeah, they, they're talking to... Still made me They're, laugh. like, pimping out this idea that some there's going to be some kind of little Smallville nod. Um, they're talking to, like, they're showing us this Superman, Tyler Hecklin in a black and silver Superman suit. If you know the comics at all, you know that that suit means either one, he's just been killed by Doomsday, or two, right. as it is with the short hair and the cape, it's probably Superman Prime. That would fit in with an Elseworlds type of situation. But no, none of oh, those definitely. things. None of those things. We don't have, you know, they've been teasing that we'll see more accelerated man from Gypsy's universe. Nope, nothing. Like they could have, sh- they could <laughs> should have, they could have shown us, uh, you know, arrow by gaslight. They could have shown us, like, shown us so much, so many different th- little things, like a I mean, real I killer agree. arrow. You know, uh, I agree. We could have seen Black they Lightning. They could do a Trelts world, but yeah, I mean, we could have pulled, we could pull in Gotham for all that matter. It, but like. Uh, the fox has got them, but right. that was doable. But and I'm not, I don't like. I'm, I, I'm torn. I get what you're saying. That that would have delighted me to see a true else world. Like, what if we did this? What if we did this? What if we did this? But it's also biting off a lot of expectations that you'd have to pay back at some point. Because that's how we are as viewers. If you if you actually showed me Tom Welling in some version again at this point, I would be like, oh come on, you're the CW. Uh-huh. You do this all the time. You bring in a thing. You bring in a seed, and then you let me have that thing. And I think they wanted to limit themselves to Batwoman on this one. That's like it wasn't Elseworld. I get it, but but that's, yeah, that's that's my problem because I feel like they're doing the same thing. Like I enjoyed the crossover, but I enjoyed it way less. You just would have appreciated another name. Yeah, because I enjoyed it way less. Thinking because leading up to it, you guys heard me. I was like, I was like, oh, is this Superman Prime? What the hell is this? Yeah, you're no. getting excited about the the 
the possibilities. No, it's not. I like mean, they, they give us a name, and they, there is precedent. I should have known, and I'll never believe them again. Like, Crisis on Infinite Earths? Not, not based on a bullshit. title. Crisis on Infinite Earths is not going to be Crisis on Infinite Earths. It will not be like a true Crisis on Infinite um, No. Absolutely not. It is going to be... It might it might be really fun, but compared to although what they're that introducing name is, a Luthor uh, like a Lex, so d- at least parts of it will be able to stick around. But it's it's not going to be maybe. All right, I don't think it's going to be fully. So they I, but they are going to have a lot of the working parts to do it, and like just like I said, or I'll try this point instead. Um, they introduced like it's the title else world. They did a lot of fun things. They they did change things up a lot, even based on episode. It was three hours of, like like Flash said in the last hours, like, is that any crazier than anything you've heard in the last three hours? Mm-hmm. Hilarious line. Fantastic. Good job. Um, I don't... I, I mean, one, he's right, and two, if I was reading this as a graphic novel, having seen all the other series that led up to it and seen this as an Elseworld tell, it would still feel like mm-hmm. that. Like, this still does have the feel, uh, especially if you were one of the viewers that shows up for this kind of thing and we never see you again. It does feel like something that's out of nowhere. Uh, some some other writers take on it. Something that took on its own little, uh, you know, yeah, another nail or a, the nail or another nail kind of thing, and we never see it again. Mm-hmm. It in ways in ways I think it did live up to the name. In other ways, I, I do get what you're saying, where you felt a little betrayed. Yeah. No, but question, just for curiosity's uh-huh. sake, would you have been any less or more excited about or <laughs> annoyed if you if the, it had been named Identity Crisis? Um. Hmm. I think I would be equally annoyed. I would be more because it's really nothing like that story. Well, it's nothing like anything else. Worlds like it's just it's just using the name to get people excited for nothing. It's clickbait. It is like it's network clickbait. Yeah, well, that's the title of episodes. And, that's what you get. With and them I, a lot of I time. understand that when you adapt a story, you have to truncate things. Uh, and I understand it's just like Flashpoint, and I shouldn't have expected. But, you know, they're showing me Superman Prime. I didn't know it was going to be freaking Dr. Destiny or John Deegan. <laughs> yeah, that was hard to see coming. Um, in fact, you know... That was one of, that was one of those things where, like, when, when that happened in, in the episode, I went, oh, yeah, that that makes more sense. Yeah. That makes more sense. That sounds more more like something they so would look, do. So, look, I don't want to harp all night on uh, what it could have been based on the title. Um And then... Uh, I'd rather harp on what we got. If I understand correctly, you're, you're burying your future... Your future concerns and or aggravations about the title based on the fact that you will have no expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I honestly felt like there was, uh, with what we got, with, with what they gave us, there were some issues with me. There were things like... What was that? The whole bit where they're like conking Ollie on the head and being like, he's not the real, you know, or he's not talking right, blah, blah, blah. He, could could we? Could, I feel like we could have just gotten to like actual story. We could have gotten more Batwoman. We could have gotten more of other things that we were more interested in. They could have fleshed out Deegan a little bit. I don't know what the hell his motivation was, other than he just wanted to be a great man. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know why. Well, I mean, he had he was trying to play God in the basements of Arkham Asylum, and then someone said, "Here's a real go." Yeah, and that was it's pretty rote character identity, but it it technically works. I mean. It, yeah, screw Batwoman. I wanted more time with John Wesley's ship. That's what I wanted. We got like nothing. <laughs> um, I know, I know. You got some Earth of of his where apparently everyone we loved in that series died. <laughs> and let's face it, we had a lot of problems with that series because it is it's it can be a chore to get through a couple episodes there. Yeah. Um. 
You know what I'd like to assume, though, is somewhere in all that chaos of you killed my world, somewhere the trickster is hiding in a basement laughing. Oh, yeah. I, I like to believe that the trickster's around somewhere, as is uh, Tina McGee and uh, and uh, Julio Mendez. Yeah. Like, part of rewriting the world was like, no, we'll take these people and put them on another world. And then he handed the book over mm-hmm. after he rewrote parts But of I would really love to know... You know, because it appeared on Earth ninety that Monitor was ha- Monitor alone had the book. Now he might have had another version of Doctor Destiny. I don't know why it had to be John Deegan necessarily who had the book. I we don't get those answers. He doesn't go to you know. I to my knowledge, I don't remember him no, saying, I, "Hey, John Deegan, here's a here's a good reason why you're the one that's going to have this book." No, they don't give you an answer either way, but it. But they kind of make the problem not matter, if that makes sense. Because they don't tell you, hey, here's why it's you this time right now, but it's this time right now. Mm-hmm. Like Apparently the Monitor's tried this several times uh, to, the, to the great dismay of many numbers of Earths. Mm-hmm. And like for all we know, he gave it to Oliver one time, and it, it just went tits up. Yeah, I don't think they outlawed the idea that he has tried a lot of things, including, I assume, giving the book to heroes at times and hoping for the best and thinking, oh, that didn't work. Yeah, and then coming back to like, well, all right, let's. And it's they didn't rule it out. I'm headcanning a little bit, but they he kind of said he tested several things. So I assume he tested giving the book to a hero. Right. That one just seems like an easy logical leap to me. Mm-hmm. So well, he's got to give it to a villain. He starts giving it to he's villains. He's got to give it to a villain to test the heroes of that of that world. But you know, I don't understand why he can't use the book himself. It looked like he was using the book uh, before John Wesley Ship ran away. I do. I do feel like i have an explanation for why he wouldn't just use the book himself i mean i think he can use the book himself to be they didn't rule that out mm-hmm. I, I feel like he can it's not necessarily him just literally monitoring monitoring mm-hmm. but the reason he wouldn't in my mind would be uh whatever's coming is is something that he felt like recruiting help for so he wouldn't he'd want to make sure that uh, he had the strongest people around him which means if i write the if i rewrite that book i'm kind of writing my version of what i want to see into existence mm-hmm. that doesn't help anything you it's a bad experiment. He's doing a blind experiment. That's the right way science, science yeah. goes. So I, I do feel like we, we lost a bit of time or wasted a bit of time with the whole, like, let's conk Ollie or Barry on the head, whichever one you want to call him, and not believe him. Um, sure. It was a Flash episode. They're goofy up front. Well, I kind of feel like, you know, all that they've been through, he should have just been like, hey, I'm Oliver. I don't know why. You guys should listen to me. And they'd be like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we've dealt with a lot of weird shit. Sure. Um, and then on our adventure, let's like let's go on. They got there like within the first third of the episode. Um, <laughs> but it was it. They did also play it as though it was like like in um, they kind of discovered their abilities. Like Barry, as Oliver wakes up and can suddenly kick Diggle's ass, mm-hmm. and that doesn't really make sense to him. It's just part of his DNA. Like he, the, like both of them seem to be discovering who they are as it goes as it goes by. Oh yeah, and it, it's. It doesn't seem clear to me within that first, it's probably about the first, what, 15 minutes of airtime you're talking about, mm-hmm. that it doesn't seem clear to me that they're completely that sure of it. It takes them a second to kind of come around to it. Yeah, I, 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 enjoy, I did enjoy a whole lot about this thing. I enjoyed uh, uh, Barry dislocating his thumb and it just flopping around. Yeah, that was that hilarious. That was great. It's a good visual game. Um, loved actually seeing that there's a, there's a toilet for real in those, in those cells. <laughs> I've been yeah. wondering about that We've for years. We've talked about that a few times, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think we've even like theorized about that. That I'm not sure if we did it on the show or privately, but we've you know theorized about what are they doing in there? Yeah, how does it work? They bring them food. 
And I, you know, I've also theorized, or sorry, I've also, uh, I, what am I talking about? I what? God, I enjoyed mm-hmm. yeah. when Barry got revenge on Oliver by shooting him in the back of those arrows. That was fantastic. Yeah, still funny. Fantastic. Uh, late uh, callback later at the bar where um, uh, now themselves, uh, Barry's like tried to, like wants to come in for the hug, and I was like, no, you made me hug you like three times. We're not doing that. This time. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. No. Man, I, I loved how much they were like at each other's throats, and and they're great together. I, I, this one of the, the like the the crossovers. Uh, I mean, excuse our gripes, but the crossovers are, are really fun to watch because the chemistry along uh, all of the CW's lines are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like if all of the CW shows, well, I mean, I don't know, I don't know about Black Lightning yet. We've never tried him. We don't know his chemistry. Mm-hmm. But the shows that are in this universe. If they were all together at any given time, if like if if one episode it was Supergirl pops on a Legends, and another one it was like the Flash shows up over in uh, uh, Star City for just a second, like I, it would be thrilling. Honestly, it would be probably high ratings. Frankly, it's just hard to do. Mm-hmm. But they uh, they do. They all have great chemistry. It doesn't matter who pops up where. Like Gary in the damn bar was still funny. Yeah, they said there was going to be no Legends time, but there was Gary. <laughs> they did say there was a little Legends nod. Yeah, they did say there was going to be a nod. Um, so, um, yeah, I loved I loved Oliver yelling at Barry about how he needs a pep talk, a sappy pep talk every five minutes. That was solid. Um, Felicity basically invented quarterbacking. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, one of my favorites. Um, the 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 real Superman. I'll call him the 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 actual Tyler Hoechlin boy in blue. Yeah. To Diggle, where's your ring? Oh no, that was John Wesley Ship said that. Oh crap, that was. God, it's been a week. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, that was. But still, where's your ring? Is damn good nod. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think Beth Schwartz said that uh, Diggle as Green Lantern will be continued. Is to be continued. See, if we have nothing else to look forward to next year, I feel like that's where that shows up. Possibly. But but if Beth wants to start tying that in now, I'm not going to argue with her. <laughs> yeah. It's in your hand, sister. Mm. Make it happen. All right, so I gotta ask, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about Batwoman, man? You like seriously? Do you think they should do another uh, do a show? They're they're going to do a show, but do you think they should? I, I'm still not convinced they are going to. I mean, they're doing a pilot. They're doing a pilot. Uh, I think I saw somewhere the pilot was finished. Might be, and it probably should be by now. Do you want um, a Batwoman show? Based on what I saw, probably. But I want to see the pilot first. Based on what I saw, I don't want a I don't want a Batwoman show. Now, bear in mind, I'm basing that on the idea that we don't have any other shows that we watch every freaking week, mm-hmm. and that it hasn't gotten uh, like almost Sisyphean to uh, keep up with the programming schedule that we've we've bitten mm-hmm. off. I'm trying to push that out of my mind and think: Did I enjoy this character? Did I enjoy the tie-ins they started? Uh, could I use uh, an interpretation of this uh, of Batwoman that gets kind of a little more play than it normally does? Did I think she did a good job with the character? All those are checks. All those, all those, all those check yes. So yeah, I, I, I could do it. I didn't mind her. To me, the real question is: Do I do I want another CW show right now? And maybe no. Yeah. Man, maybe maybe tie something up and then let me like. I don't. The week is only so long. <laughs> I, I I definitely don't want it. As a you know, twenty two, twenty three episode season, I'd, I'd you know if if I had to have it, if they had to put it out, which if they put it out, I'll watch it. But 
I'm hoping for an eight episode or ten episode season at most. Um, I don't want to. They've been toying with the with this idea, and I, I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, CW has been moving into the summer a little bit, mm-hmm. and if they decided they wanted to have a summer show and it was going to be Batwoman, I I could fit that into my schedule. And again, uh, she checks all the marks. She doesn't for me though. There's enough there for me that I liked. I, I, I like. I felt like she was fine as Kate Kane, but as Batwoman, she was stilted and weird, and I just didn't care for it. I didn't get that, but I also didn't feel like we had a lot of time with it. Yeah. That's again, that's why I say, I started that with, I do want to see the pilot. Because I'm not sure if it's going to, I mean, I, I really did like her Kate Kane. But I do want to know more about what she's doing as Batwoman, like what mm-hmm. Gotham's up to at the time. I really want to just know more about the context of what of what they were going to make that show about. I, like who's You know, I, yeah. Who's the big bad? You know, like where, where are we going with it as uh, as a story? Because you already said Bruce is out of the picture for now mm-hmm. and the city's worse than it's ever been. And that's fine. I mean, that's a perfect place to start. You, you have to take Batman out of the picture for a lot of reasons right now. Well, I have no interest um, in seeing a whole series where we get like, allusions to criminals that we actually want to see on screen and then just no, and, and then getting stuff like Nora Freeze. Nora Freeze had nothing to do in this in this crossover. There was no point in her being there uh other than it was just it was name check. I mean it was a bit of a waste. And there. I don't even did they even name check her or was she just Stephen Amell's wife running around looking for Victor's gun? <laughs> That's actually probably she true. had no. And then point. even there was no even reason. while she's looking for his gun. I forget how many. Uh, God, I forget how many different little Easter eggs there are in there. But there's plenty. There's a Bane one in yeah, there. Yeah, there's a Bane mask else. from Dark Knight Rises, no less. Of course. Um, I'm sure that soured you by itself. Well, that's what they had a prop of to throw in there. Yeah. There's the, like there's plenty to do with it. I would, honest, I. I'd, I would like a briefer about where they're going with it, just to make sure it didn't sound like it was going to be okay. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Oh man, when, you, get, when and, they were showing all those, and, all the rooms with the names, you know, Cobblepot. They had freaking yeah. Carlo. They had all the villains, and then they ended it with Mark Guggenheim. I went, you got that straight, sister. <laughs> Girl, you got that straight. He has betrayed us. <laughs> he has betrayed us time and again. He is. He's the great liar. I mean, I, he did a lot of good, I know, but it, it, he he did just constantly lie to us in a way that, like, when on on the level that we look at this stuff, where like every day we're looking at news and reading interviews with him, like a, a, almost every week, he'd be like, "Oh, that son of a bitch." Yeah. Now that's not to say though, like, me saying I don't want a Batwoman show, that doesn't mean that like you know, I don't want uh, to never see her again. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people like I wouldn't mind a miniseries. I wouldn't mind if she just showed up for for crossovers from time to time. Like, sure, let her pop over to Supergirl, but that way Ruby Rose can keep her movie career. That everyone's so confused about why she would leave movies and come to CW. Well, it's because she's you know bit parts in John Wick. That's why. But whatever. Or the Meg. Let her. You know. Yeah. Let her go and do those things, and then you know from time to time come over and put on the tights and run around with Supergirl or somebody and go away. And I don't have to spend so much time watching a show. This another show. That's not a Batman show. That's trying to be a Batman show. Gotham, even though I enjoy Gotham, I enjoy Gotham for what it is, but I just don't want to keep doing this. Like I get it. I get it. Also, I'm tired of the conversation. I have been for a long time because I enjoy TV more than I do movies. mm -hmm. It's a fact for me. 
just a fact. And I, and I honestly, when you do it correctly, I think the storytelling is harder to do and more rewarding when you do it correctly. Uh, I get really tired of like, well, why is she going to bounce over and do movies? Like it, the, the sentence itself demeans movies. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really, uh, or it demeans TV. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, mean. like that, well, that's, that conversation is something I'm I'm deeply bored. That's with. why I'm not saying TV. I'm well, and plus TV is more is so much it's so cinematic these days. It doesn't really make too much of a difference. It, it doesn't. I say there TV. is still an I old school. I know, I know. Uh, there, there's there is still an old school contingent that says, "Well, that's TV. Do you want to do movies or do you want to do TV?" And I get bored with that. Yeah, but and I hope that's not part of her decision making. And apparently, it's not. I mean, apparently she's an actual um, fan of the character and everything, but and you know, yeah, God help her. I'm sorry that this wasn't on streaming because DC Universe is killing it. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Uh, they are destroying it. We've got a Titans review coming up soon. That's going to be a lot of fun, probably. But man, I, uh, I, I like. I would. I would be happy with it. I, I would appreciate it if they would schedule it somewhere, like not on top of their other scheduling right now. Yep. Or at least take something else out of the picture. Kind of in the way that we were super excited when Lucifer got canceled and then went, no, damn you, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, in the same vein, though, um, uh-huh. after seeing Lois and Clark together, knowing of their super baby and the things, mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. you want a Superman series? No, not based on what I've seen. Yeah, me either. I I don't even mean there, there's nothing against those characters. It's just for, for me personally, mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep the like the... The stuff I see on, like, the DC on screen world. I'm trying to keep that separate from, from uh, I don't know, what I see separate from that question, I guess. Anyway, anyway. Mm-hmm. Do I think the CW could do that show well? Yeah, probably. Do I like Tyler Harklin? However you say his name. I'm good. Probably. Uh, I forget the name of the girl who did Lois. Liked her. No problem with you that. You liked her? Yeah. I didn't like her at all. I liked her on, uh, <laughs> it was Grim. I think it was Grim. Yeah, it was Grim. I didn't, yeah, I didn't care for her at all. I've never had a problem. I thought she was. Uh, Grimm was one of those shows bad. that you had to. <laughs> no, Grimm was one of those shows that you had to like grit your teeth to get through, and it may be because I've gotten through that. But like, she was a bright spot on several episodes of that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've and I, I did eventually give up on Grimm. I, I tried. I really. There did. has been a but... lot of conjecture that you know, because of her extensive history on Grimm, uh, because of their casting of John Cryer as Lex Luthor. There, I mean, they're definitely they're they're dipping a toe in the water for the for a Superman series. And we're foolish to think otherwise, I think. I mean, it was a rumor two years ago when he was showing up that this, oh, this is going to be a backdoor pilot. and I, I really don't think that's where they're going with it yet. I don't think they're prepared to do that yet. I hope not. And the one thing I would really like about it is like the thing I don't like about a Batwoman series right now, one of, one of, the, one of the cons, and even one of the cons of Titans, which is, uh, spoiler alert for our review, uh, maybe my favorite thing I've watched in a very fucking long time, Um it's still like Batman without Batman. Mm-hmm. Like they create this giant and I get it. It's because it's in the Batman mythos world that like you have to represent that or address it in some way. You can't just, that can't just sit in a corner quietly. Yeah. I, if you started a, a show about Barbara Gordon at, in high school, the entire thing would be like, okay, so when does like, so when does James introduce her to Bruce? It, it wouldn't matter. It, there's, it is the elephant in the room. I get that you have to address it, but I'm also getting uh, a little worn out on like addressing it without. Like, I'm not sure what Titans is going to be up to. They're they're doing something uh, 
with Batman, like where they're kind of addressing it, not at the same time. We're, I'm not trying to spoil that show for anybody, but it's, right. they're doing something. The thing, and then I, I like I wouldn't want Batwoman to be just another show where they're like they're not addressing it, but like kind of pushing it out of the picture for a second, and and still playing with the universe, and yet at the same time, like the re- and this is why it's not those shows' fault. It's not that, that I don't blame them. I blame WB because again, we have like another universe where like for me and you. We understand that the headlines are mostly crap. Mm-hmm. But like for me and you, the contract is still there. It's still Batfleck, right? Bat, Batfleck, not a an insurance company. Well, it's still Batfleck. All right, but it like we we're he's there, but not there in the actual movies, which is still just frustrating on a fundamental level. And then I get to go to the shows, and he's not allowed to be there because well, we might use him in the movies. It's, I I feel torn apart. To some extent. It's frustrating to keep seeing shows that are doing Batman without Batman. But and sure. I was frustrated at that notion with Titans, except Titans did the very rare thing where they're just so damn good and compelling, I don't care. Right. Batwoman is and not going to do that. On top of that, well, I don't Batwoman know. Batwoman is going to be, you know, birds of prey from the early two thousands part two. Like that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> It's the same. It's, it's the same damn premise. Batman went away. We don't know where he went. But here's you know Lady Bat running around Gotham with it is, criminals it is that the same aren't. Premise. It's the same premise. It's the same premise, but with <laughs> with producers that have made some serious shit work, like that have a provable record of making something work. Yes, that 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 much is true. Okay, but so did Birds of Prey. Smallville was same producers. <sighs> They made one thing kind of work for way too long. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that Smallville Remy Zero thing was embarrassing. It was so bad. <laughs> like I, I, I really did. I felt shame. I, I laughed my ass off when I saw that. I felt shame. Like, and I haven't felt shame I, about comic book properties in a long time. But I was just, I just grimaced. I wasn't shamed by it at all. It, it was, it like, it, it was, um, it was too much. Like. I see why Stephen Amell was worried that it might be lost in editing. I get it. I actually, I really do get it because it should have probably been lost in editing. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it was one of those things where they they did like a, they did. A, it was a very similar shot to that that crane in thing they used to do with with the Smallville property. Mm-hmm. And I saw that, and I heard the music, and a part of me thought, "Oh, that's what he was talking about." And I just laughed my ass off for the next sixty seconds. Oh, like, what, I really did. You know. Like I put my drink down and belly laughed about that. You know what I would have, what I would have loved? I would have loved uh, a line from Lois talking about how she's got to go help her cousin get out of prison. That's what I would have loved. <laughs> there could have been a lot there to deal with. Yeah, like, yeah, that would have been fantastic. Lois, there were a lot of things they could have done. Lois could have made a crack about how Chloe's in a sex cult. That that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> that apparently Chloe's been branding people. I don't know. I've, I've got that. Go. That were not going to happen. <laughs> it should have though. The only way I could think of that you could do that is for Lois to somehow mention that uh, she has to get back to things. Um, <laughs> well, I have to get back to things. Our uh, our uh, CEO of software, or CEO of, of IT. There's different ways to phrase mm-hmm. that, but like, our our computer guru is in some trouble right now. I got to go back and cover for her for a little while. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to deeply remove that from its source material to get that on there. I think. Yeah. Uh, I I, I yeah. feel like if it made me laugh, I'm I'm not sure I I didn't I don't think I had the reaction they were hoping for, where it was like, oh man, look at that. Yeah. I think I I saw it and went, oh really? Oh, okay. 
And, you know, I think... But I did enjoy it. Maybe for the wrong reasons. The, uh, the... <laughs> The the dead Smallville Green Arrow in Earth ninety was probably a better call, and I didn't mind I didn't mind the red truck and the and the small actual Smallville set for Pa uh, for, yeah, I mean, for literally for the Kent Farm Kent Farm yeah that was yeah. fine like, I was I, that was enough I didn't that was subtle nice yeah I didn't need oh. the music <laughs> that was just made me cringe a little that's it bring Tom hey, Welling I mean, if you can. Bring Rosenbaum in. Bring him in. I still, though, every time I hear that music, I'm like, I know that guy. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I get excited by that. (laughs) All right. So um, we're party poopers. We don't want a Batwoman show necessarily. We don't want a Superman show necessarily. Well, don't we? Uh, We both pretty much said we don't. I do, but I I just would appreciate it being in a different spot right now. Like, bring me that summer show you've you've been teasing. Help. I'm. I'll take a six-part series over Christmas. I'm honestly good just them kind of popping in once or twice a season and just being done with it. I don't need a whole show. Actually, that would be nice in a lot of ways. Bring them in a few times, and this has happened. This has happened. Remember, we had the first uh, big crossover, and then uh, Barry still ended up doing a musical over in Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, I think. Yeah. Um. Well, I say vice versa. I think it like started on Supergirl for like two seconds, and then it was a Flash thing. But anyway, um. Yeah. There, there's a lot, a lot of, lot, there's a lot of that, that could work. Mm-hmm. Just bring them in a few times. Let me get a little more of a taste, a little more of a flavor. Or better yet, give us a Batwoman show, cancel Supergirl, and have her show up every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet. They've got more to resolve on that show. Do they? Because they won't do it. <laughs> I, I wonder. That's the big question about the CW shows for me. Is like they're they're low maintenance, man. One one and a half million viewers. You're doing fine. Uh-huh. You're doing great. We we're not worried about you. I mean, you know, like you know how like shows these days have like like good serialized bingeable shows these days have like an endpoint. Like they're like like you're Breaking Bad's. So you you know you're lost. You know, God help us even Fringe to some small degree. Like they're the you know I'm not convinced of that. I'm not actually convinced of that because still a bingeable show is. Did you enjoy? clicking next episode and if they don't get there they didn't get there like well yeah i like think the last three whedon tv shows didn't get there i mean i'm just saying i think that you know i don't know what the point of these shows are sometimes like i don't know where what they're <laughs> heading towards and, and and not in a good way does that make any sense i agree i'm not trying to be overly negative here i'm just like it feels like we've had like several different premises for 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 supergirl alone like yeah, but you're supposed what are we doing? To, uh, you're supposed to have that from season to season, a new premise, a new idea. But you're you're looking for the overarching like yeah, where is this all going? Yeah, um, and I do agree on it's it's pretty shady on all of them. It really is. Like I, I don't know for any like Flash was pretty close because it had the uh, the newspaper, and that was that, well, now yeah the newspaper yeah the newspaper is the big thing on Flash. Like we're heading towards that. We're heading towards that, and now we don't know if we're heading towards that, and it, we don't. it could be this year, it could be later. But all right, let me let me rattle off a couple of the ratings for just this season. Mm-hmm. All right, DC Legends of Tomorrow, point nine five zero average for the season. Uh huh. Going up one step. Arrow, one point three one four million. We're doing the millions things, not the demo. Thank God. Um, this season we go up another step for Supergirl at one point three six. We go up another step. 
for Air, uh, for Flash at 1.79. Like of of the four shows that are crossover relevant right now, um, yeah, Flash is still hugely in the lead. Mm-hmm. And you know the craziest part is like Supergirl of of all the ones that <laughs> of all those shows, and God, maybe it was because they closed with uh, Red Sun Supergirl ending. I don't know, but she had the least. Like the low, the smallest uh, loss between seasons, mm-hmm. and again, loss between seasons is it's almost unavoidable. They, they, there are so few shows that, that escape that. Yeah, you, people you just lose. forget that things come on. They literally, your life moves on. Babies get born. Shit happens. You just stop watching it. Um, hell, I, I stopped watching Breaking Bad for reasons that I'll never understand. I definitely don't understand but, them. I know, I get it. But even then, it was like. <laughs> Flash and Arrow were 25% down. Legends correctly called itself as having a small but loyal falling, and they were they were 43% down. Mm-hmm. Like these shows are so low maintenance that I don't know how to predict when the when the end is is nigh. You know? Yeah, and I don't think I th- they know. I honestly think it. Well, I think it may have like Stephen Amell might be the the a good example. I think it may have as much to do with the actors mm-hmm. being on board as as anything. Like maybe that's why some of these people enjoy working for this network. Is it's a decent paycheck. You're only gone for a couple months a year. Vancouver's not really that damn bad when it comes down to it. And and they they do generally send you there in spring and summer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're talking lows of 55, maybe. I don't know. I'm just guessing based on some time in Detroit. But, like, it's not terribly unpleasant. I, I think they... Except eventually you, you start worrying about missing a quarter of a year with your family every year. And then you're like, well, I think I'm done here. I think they would do well to actually say we're going to do a story. Every season is going to be, you know, somewhere between eight and ten episodes. We are going to tell a story, and then that show is going to go away. We're not going to do any more seasons of Supergirl. We're not going to do any more seasons of The Flash. We might do... I, I think you're I think you're just wishing for something to let it happen. I don't think you're going to get the British model. And then you can still do the crossover and have the option for those people to come back and run but around you with can't. everybody else. You can't. Like, the way those contracts are written, you can't. You can't just be like, hey, we uh, don't know how long the four shows you're connected to will be running. Um, we expect it to be here, give or take two years. Um, I need you to stay in perfect shape and not take any movie commitments from 2021 to 2023 because we might need you in Vancouver for a couple months. Oh, but you can't. I would say the scheduling would be set so that they could at least know when they were going to be filming. Even then. I mean, it's better I, than if- just like... For Stephen Amell alone, if he had to turn down Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles money mm-hmm. for a Casey return because he had to go take the job playing Arrow for all of 12 and a half minutes of screen time in a crossover, that ain't happening. Doesn't matter how important it is. Oh, maybe not for the crossover. I mean... Oliver's dying off screen that day, buddy. If you can come, you can come. If you can't, you can't. I mean, we'll mold the crossover around what you can and can't do based on your schedule. Well, yeah, that's fine. Like I'm not saying they should just like not work because they're waiting on a crossover to happen. I'm just saying, hey, if they're available and well, they can The way a lot them. of these contracts are set up, though, is you're benched during this period. I mean, I see. it's, I it's not all of them, but it, it, it really is a, a thing. Is We're going to need you from here to here. If we don't, we don't, but we're going to pay you this amount from here to here and blah, 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 right. blah. So, but I'm a big fan of the British way of doing TV. I just am, and I love, it's a great way. I love streaming. And it's a... I love so what this- it's very rewarding to to stream a British show, and I, I like I get it, I completely get and it. I, yeah, I love the streaming services. I love what they're doing now with you know how they're basically making like you know ten episode movies 
Um, yeah. It's just so and much more. Don't get me wrong, though. So much more. Uh, the, the British version, I think, falls prey to the same problem eventually. Mm-hmm. Because the British either do something for like two years, call it a day, walk in into the next project, or we're going to do this for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Tell your, tell your kids. Tell your grandchildren about this show. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> Flash of all of them might do it. But then again, who knows? Maybe Arrow will too. Like, maybe they'll be like Supernatural, which is, I th- I th- I'm pretty sure that started in 1920 as a radio serial. Um <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's Superman you're talking about. What's that? Nah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just uh, Smallville lasted, what, 10 years? Supernatural has lasted 13, 14 years, really? For real? It is. Hold on, I was looking it up. The question now is cancel or keep going on season 15? They are in season 14. Wow. Anyway. Yeah, there, there are people that are, like, eager to get their driver's license. Like, it like can taste it can almost there mm-hmm. that literally were born when that series premiered. Yeah. And it's still doing okay by CW standards. Look, it's averaging 1.47. <laughs> How long has it been since Jensen Ackles had a pay cut? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean, like, that's what I want to know. know. Like, what, is, what does his pay look like? Has he had a raise recently? Has he had a pay cut? Oh, wait, wait. So this is, doing this it? is news, happening? apparently. They did shorten the 14th season. Oh, there you go. So I guess they gave him a pay, a pay cut that way, but good Lord. Yeah. Maybe they gave him a pay raise, but then cut him, cut the episodes. Yeah. Or they did, did that by virtue of saying, hey, two less weeks in Vancouver, go home. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, um... I liked that uh, they basically made John Deegan look like Dr. Destiny for real. That was yeah, cool. good luck. Psycho Pirate really disappointed me here. Again, I'm not going to be disappointed by any character that I see for seven and a half seconds. Even for the, the like, when he put on the gold mask in the, in the Arkham breakout, he's running around, like, talking like Christian Bale, uh, some kind of cross between Christian Bale and Goldar <laughs> from the Power Rangers. And then, like, to have him at the very end being like, "Worlds lived, worlds, worlds died." Yeah, they were, like, I would much rather have. Like, he was like way more like shaky and scared in 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 the comics. Like, I don't understand. Like, that's the that's the part that disappointed me. Was like you sh- you shot that from their height, frame like framing by, by like panning side to side. That no, like the comics like zoom in on this character like he's a minuscule ant that knows the. F- future of the universe it's, it was it was weird and powerful to me how the actual comics framed yeah. this thing put him in the straight it was, jacket it was great put I, him in I, the it cell. was a wonderfully drawn set of pages yeah put him in the straight jacket in the cell alone that's the part that i really did want about it was i wanted him to seem insane and i didn't get that and i was disappointed by that yeah i was i don't know if i'm disappointed by the guy doing it yet or, or not I, don't, I have no idea yeah i the the guy that did, i mean he looked like psycho pirate but it was just but they, they, weird. There's a lot. There's a lot to bite off with something like Psycho Pirate and a and a Crisis. And I, I really hope this actor. A Crisis, yes. Replicating that shot shouldn't be difficult. Replicating that. No, replicating that shot should be like crumple that dude like a like a first night in a, asylum inmate. <laughs> put him in a jacket. Grudge up the area where it, it looks like there's some mice that are are regulars for that corner that he's crowded in and just shoot it shoot it with the crane 
but shoot it with a crane. That would be important to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know it just sounds like we're bitching about everything on this on this crossover. <laughs> we just we just gripe about the things that are important to us. Well, not even as I mean, yeah, it's important to us, but it's just like things that are obvious somehow. Like, hey, if Lois is pregnant, don't have her run around with a Jack Kirby looking Mjolnir fighting bad guys. I liked the Mjolnir. I I, I, did. I thought it was lame. I, enjoyed that. I thought it was stupid. I enjoyed that for a second. I don't know where that where that came from. What it was at first when like Cisco touched it, I was like, "Oh shit, is that like the Phantom Zone projector?" And then it wasn't the Phantom Zone projector. It was just some <laughs> kind of lame, you know. And it was very much not that Mjolnir thing. Some lame super hammer. And then Lois is running around, and I'm like, "Dude, in your condition, if you're pregnant, stop. Don't yeah. run around fighting bad guys." Just, you know. They didn't make it clear that she knew she was pregnant. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, yeah, they're right. They didn't. They didn't say that. Um, and I, I, I still like. I laughed at my wife. She like she found out she was pregnant. Uh, I don't know, like six weeks in. Feels pretty average for me. Mm-hmm. And she was just beside herself for a second, a couple times in, because she was like, a couple weeks ago, like I went out with my friends, and like, like we, like we, 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 we night of it. Like we got, we got drunk. Like, is this gonna be a problem? No, honey. <laughs> no, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, but then when, once we did like, that, we like had fun hitting each other in the stomach with bats. What do you think? You think you think I'm good? I think it survived. I'm not sure. Like, can that bat hit the area a roughly four times the size of a pin? Unless you can disrupt that area, I think you're okay. Then we got knives. Oh, oh god. We have other other problems, dear. And at that point, you're like, well, if her mama survived a knife, a drunken knife fight with her friends. Came home giggling, enjoying herself. My baby's going to be okay. <laughs> I, I did enjoy the uh, the Mallrats reference that they're going to go to Argo because, you know, they don't they don't want the kid to kick through Lois. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a Mallrats reference. The the great uh, yeah, T.S. and Brody he, conversation in, in the Mallrats. Yeah, I mean... He yeah he he put that conversation out there. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it had ever been brought up. <laughs> the um, not in the food court competency of uterus versus Kryptonian <laughs> debate. <laughs> what was it? If Lois if if Lois gets a tan, the kid will kick right through her. Something like that. I don't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> and by that I mean probably eleven years. And then they have an argument about how they're not in the food court. They're in. They're at the pretzel stand, which is an independent eatery outside of the designated food court area. Of course. <laughs> God love him. Dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. <laughs> confrontational dialogue. Confrontational dialogue. Dialogue. <laughs> confrontational dialogue. Confrontational dialogue. Confrontational dialogue. Dialogue, dialogue. Confrontational. I, I'm just mapping out a Kevin Smith movie. Uh-huh. Not that I haven't liked him. <laughs> but when... I, I do love them. But when you go back and watch them, you're like, yeah, it's it really is just a bunch of people talking. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. It's like a vulgar that, that's his own. I'm not, that's not even a critique I'm making of him. That's literally a critique he gave of himself. And then now that I've gone back and seen some of his properties, I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> what was the bit where he used to talk about, like, if he, if he did the $6 million man movie, it would just be like Steve Austin hanging out behind a rock. Like having a conversation about dick and pussy, while yeah. while ninjas were running around fighting. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> or no, maybe it was he was talking about uh, Green Hornet, and it was like Cato and, <laughs> and Green Hornet <laughs> just having a I conversation. Don't the characters at all? 
But he, I mean, he he was he turned in like a Superman script, right? He did, but it was I, I don't th- I don't. That was the one where um, they kind of asked him like, "So where's the action?" Oh, oh. Well, specifically, John Peters told him he didn't that. want Superman to ever wear a suit, and he didn't want. Oh yeah, there's a thing. whole thing on. Yeah, and I don't remember if he actually did Peters. that. I never read the script. He has turned in a script though. He did. That's that's the only part I remember, but. Uh, anyway, so uh, Elseworlds. Uh, what, what else we got, man? What else we got? Anything? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I could probably talk about it again if I just watched it. Mm-hmm. Do a commentary track, but and and I often I often walk away from these things thinking this that we didn't represent fully how good we feel about something. I mean, you know, I I had fun watching it. the The Supergirl segment seemed to to be a, a more of a letdown than anything, uh, but you know, I did enjoy uh, Earth One. Uh, Alex, I liked her hair a lot more yeah. than the than Earth thirty eight Danvers. <laughs> I did. I even like that storyline. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Where she buys. Let in. me ask you this: You Dug think it. they're gonna they're gonna condense the worlds? I'm really hoping they will. I really am. Like it, it's not gonna be that much harder on the writers to do so. I don't think it'll be any harder on the writers. I think it'll be easier. If uh, here's all you have to do is this: all you have to have is like at the end of Crisis on Infinite Earths, we're we're. We're just going to go ahead and call it, apparently. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, if you have all of the main players, uh, whoever's alive at this point, because there's a solid possibility that uh, Oliver, well, like proper Oliver Queen dies in, the, oh, in that proper present. Oliver Queen? You mean the original Vigilante? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. What a jackass. <laughs> wink, wink, buddy. Um, I do love how, how Barry was just totally geeking out about Batman. Oh, dude, Batman's real. Yeah, that that was that was a funny conversation. It, see, that's the kind of stuff where like I wish we could go back, but at the same time, if we did, it would just be us going back over conversation after conversation of uh, going like, "Oh, that was great." Yeah, like, "Oh, wasn't it great when Diggle threw up again?" Yeah, yeah. it is way easier to tear down than it is to build up. It is, and way more interesting, I think. It is. <laughs> well, it can be. I hope we're just doing kidding. I like an interesting version I, of that. I don't, I don't want. I, I don't want to tear it down, but you know. And I also don't feel like we're tearing it down a lot of time. Sometimes I think we're just like wondering what would happen if something. Like we're just we're not tearing it down. Know. We're just that's perception. Just want to know what would happen if something better happened. It's just <laughs> <laughs> if if they did it differently, what would it look like? <laughs> if they changed the entire way they did the show, what would it be? Yeah, it it. I do feel like a manager trying to explain his behavior right now. Like, well, it feels like you're just telling me that I'm a piece of shit employee. I, I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. Oh my gosh! That's not what I'm saying to you at all. I was. I what I'm what I'm I'm all I'm trying to do is explain to you like what would happen with a different version of yourself and how much more that would be uh, a contribution to our company. That's yeah. all. I did love the bit where like I was really annoyed at first because it's like oh gosh like Felicity's all upset because Oliver didn't tell her, and then Caitlin was like, "To be fair, Barry told us and we knocked him out and put him in a closet." <laughs> some of this is on us just saying IJS as stupid as I thought that was that they would knock him out and put him in a closet <laughs> it was it was a fun callback like alright yeah that might be fair yeah, yeah. alright um there was a lot to this I, I do hope that a lot of what we say comes off as more like us describing maybe what we hoped for versus what we got and 
at the least dickish way possible. Well, look, man, I don't want to be a dick, and uh, but I don't care too much either because I feel like you know they like 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 I said earlier, they call it a thing. It's like you know someone might be like you know for like the fifteen vigilante fans out there. A few a couple years ago, when they heard vigilante was going to be on Arrow, they were like, "Oh, hey, I'm going to check that out. Vigilante's going to be on there." And then they tune in. Mm. That shit ain't vigilante. That's a completely different thing than what they hoped it would be. Like, stop calling shit X, Y, and Z when it's not really X, Y, and Z. Don't do that. Like, with, like, I didn't watch Arrow until I found out Barry Allen was going to be on, on Arrow. And I went, holy shit, they're doing the flash. If I had tuned in and it was Barry Allen, but it was really impulse and not, not any version of that, of Barry Allen, oh, I, I would have stopped watching it immediately <laughs> because I've already seen that shit with Smallville. I don't understand. Like, don't tell me I'm getting the Flash and then give me Bart Allen instead. If you're going to give me Impulse, yeah. give me Impulse. If you're going to give me the Flash, give me the Flash. Just whatever you tell me I'm getting, do some version of that. And you can take artistic license with it. Just don't lie to me. That's all it is. It's just like clickbait. See, uh, for you, I think the, the, the line is drawn at like you... You don't mind, and in fact, you often want another version of a character. Mm-hmm. Like, do something interesting Absolutely. with it. This character has been around for 75 or less years. Mm-hmm. 78 or less years now. Good Lord. Um, more than that. God. Uh, they've been around for decades, most of these characters. It's it's okay and or uh, required to do something different with the character. Uh-huh. But for you, when they change the nomenclature... What the hell? Yeah, man? don't say like, "Hey, we're doing Batman," and everybody gets all excited. Shit, yes, we've been waiting on Batman, and then it's like, "Meet Billy Batson, the Batman." Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Right. The first episode they introduced Kirk Langstrom. That's Man Bat. That's Man Bat. No. Why? No, he, he... Why would you call that a Batman series? <laughs> your teasers and your trailer houses told me I should expect this. Yeah. But he's Riddler. I get that. He's I really the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what about Nigma? Well, <laughs> he's really Rachel Ghoul. Right. Yeah. It's a twist. No, it's lazy writing. It's not a twist. It's not a twist, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's not subverting expectations. It's disappointing a lot of people. That's what it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I f- I feel you there. I do. I do. I, I really I really do. And I do worry that that has flavored some of our commentary uh, today but oh well it is still a solid thing that they they should do and i i i feel like this is something i should have said up front but seriously i really did love this uh crossover and if i went through all of the uh parts that i loved it would just be me uh reciting parts of the thing that i loved yeah, because, I mean, I, I really and enjoyed it. It was just, you know... Laughing about our enjoyment of them. Like, I, they did a really good job of, of showing Barry and Oliver and, and uh, Kara and, and their relationship and really growing yeah, that friendship. Chemistry. Fantastic. Great, uh, great chemistry between those three. Yeah. Um, like, they could, just, they could just condense all of the hours of television into one super friend show, mm-hmm. and I would be... Perfectly happy with. It. I love seeing John Wesley Ship show up. I would up. probably think that was. <laughs> I love John Wesley Wesley Ship showing up. Oh like, yeah, just, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's I, like showing up in. Well, like, a super friend show with Cisco's technology. Yeah, he's like showing up in like the the I, vibe I be cloud or whatever. So that happy was awesome. That. Yeah, not oh, really the good. vibe cloud. He was trying really to break good. through and tell them it was, it was. It reminded me of, um, well, Crisis, but it also reminded. Me <laughs> yeah. It also reminded me of uh, 
BVS in that scene that everyone pretended they didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they wanted to be, you know, bandwagoners instead right. of think independently. I, I do think that was maybe like a mention of that scene. I think it was a callback a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I was... I think it was completely lost. And when he showed up, they did the Flash theme from the 90s, and I was just like... (laughs) And then he was gone, just quickly. (laughs) I was like, you bastards. And then it was over. It's like the Monitor just like... The Monitor is the greatest villain of all time, even if he's not a villain, because he just... He just, with a a swipe of his hand, just made John Wesley's ship go away. (laughs) Yeah. Well, John Wesley's ship himself said... There may be more to the yeah. story. I, I choose to think so. I know. I'm just... They they honestly could have just done a John Wesley Ship movie, and I would have been fine. Like, <laughs> like no, let's, let's catch yeah. up here. All right. That is, again, the beauty of the British model is like, hey, what if we uh, did this series for two seasons and then spent like an hour and a half catching up on the whole thing, wrapping it all mm-hmm. up? It's actually a beautiful. How model. much would you have loved if they started it out with John Wesley Ship going, "My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive." Like <laughs> shit, yeah. Oh, do a do a voicemail, do do some audio in the background. Like him start. He starts with, "My name is Barry Allen," and it morphs into Grant Gustin's voice. You can do that. It's hard. Do it. Fade in, fade out. It's fine. <laughs> On my Earth, shit done got real. Anyway, like that, that's an easy one. Just have them say it with the same cadence. Now you have to stick to the same key. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can blend it. All right. Well, I think that's all. I think that's all I've got. You got anything else, man? I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, I'm good. I think like the subtitle of this episode is going to be "We Promise We Liked It." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, tell you what. Take take a couple seconds of audio. So, yeah. We promise we liked it more than we just said. We promise. And just just throw that loop that into the front of this episode. <laughs> Because it is true. It is true. <laughs> we did like it. We we really did enjoy this episode. These episodes. This crossover. Anyway. All right, guys. Really did enjoy. We're DC on screen. <laughs> you can find every persnickety, curmudgeonly episode at DCOnScreen.com. Right. Um, <laughs> we're on Twitter at DC on screen. I, I don't know what to tell you guys. Let us know what you thought of our review. If you hate us. If you love us. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be equally critical. Yeah. I don't know when we're coming back. Christmas is 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 pulling up, and then I got to go out of town for like a week, so I don't know what's happening. But um. Yeah, it may be a couple weeks. It might be a minute, but uh, we'll figure it out and let you know. And if that's the case, predictably a three-hour-long news episode. Maybe. Just guess. Mm, only if if so, only because we do go on a mite. Yeah, we do. No problem. We're not particularly short-winded. Mm. No. No, COPD of the opinions is not something we suffered from. Not yet. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, guys, gals. Sorry, I don't mean to be, in, you know, exclusive there. You know, folks, focal. I like that focal. All right, focal. Focal it. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. You know, putting aside the question of where Ollie got that kryptonite, I do wonder if Carl was just really pissed at him like she was with Lena for like having that kryptonite. Like, how dare you? It could kill me.
Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, the TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more.